Welcome to the Philosophy of Fighting Podcast with your hosts, Arturo and Anu. All right, so I think the first thing I maybe should address is the Giants. How do you feel about the Giants? Oh, I'm so sad. It was disappointing, but it was a good season. So, you know, I do believe in moral victories, even though they don't always end up in the box score. Mm -hmm. So it is kind of one of those things. But yeah, we may lose our quarterback and our running back. And maybe that's the right choice. Like anything could happen. So I'm just happy that I had some stuff to root for this year as opposed to the last five years. Yeah, Giants had a great year. Definitely surpassed expectations. Do you feel like there are moral victories in sports? Like, say you are in the UFC and you like Alexander Gustafson, for example, I think is a perfect choice. He almost beat John Jones. Arguably, some people thought he beat John Jones in their first fight. He had a split decision against John Jones. He had a split decision against Daniel Cormier, two of yeah. the greatest fighters ever. Probably one and two greatest fighters ever. Even though Gustafson didn't win, wouldn't you call that a moral victory or no? Is it like, you I don't know lost? if it's moral, but I do think it's, yes, it's definitely a victory. I, I do think that. Yeah. Right. Like it's not, I don't think everything has to be one loss, zero, one, you know, so binary, especially. Kids. I, I think you guys have found coaching. Yeah, exactly. That's exactly. huge. That's huge. Yeah. I feel good about the future. Heck yeah. In a very competitive a maybe the most competitive division now, the NFC East. Yeah, everybody had, I think Washington even had a 500 record or just one game under. Yeah, pretty nuts. Yeah, it was close. So NFC Beast is back. Yeah. <laughs> all right, all right. So you're in a good good mood and stuff, but something ticked you off today a little bit. So actually this whole week, a lot of things ticked me off. Okay. So I've, been I've been doing some more teaching in like different places and different areas. And I started this week at an alternative learning center, which I didn't know what it was. Yeah, what is that? This alternative learning center is where they send kids that are suspended from school. Ooh, okay. So it's not like the kids just stay home. They have to go to another place. Okay, I love that they call it alternative now because back in the day, they'd just be like the bad school or whatever. <laughs> yeah, the bad school, the retard school or whatever, right? Or the yeah, they, yeah, they definitely had different names for this. Okay. And definitely, I've been also subbing in some elementary schools, so I've noticed some changes in education mm -hmm. that I haven't done in a while. Like, you know, people start off the classes with like a mood meter. Like, what's your mood like? They do that for elementary school kids. Oh, really? I didn't even know this. Yeah. So kids could be like, oh, I'm happy or I'm sad or I'm tired. Or, I'm lonely. Oh, like, it's so God. OK, whatever. It's adorable with elementary school kids. But sure. then, as the kids get older, I start to get a little bit more frustrated by their mentality and their attitude. Mm -hmm. And oh my God, some of these kids at the alternative learning center, <clears throat> I'm like, what interests you? What do you care about? What do you like? They're like, nothing, nothing, nothing. <laughs> and I'm like, Is it, do you like sports? Do you like food? Do you like music? Like, do you like going out and having, like, just tell me, like, sleeping, like, just morons, you know? Uh, dang, that sucks. You're really trying to find a connection too. Yeah. But then, so then my connection is they bust my chops, I bust their chops. And okay. I don't know. If, I don't know if it's right or wrong. Like there was like this one guy who's like really heavy set. And I was like, dude, don't you have some integrity? Like, don't you want to focus? He's like, I'm tight. And I'm like, you're the opposite of tight. And then he goes, <laughs> oh, 
And in my head, I'm like, how did you know I was making fun of you? You don't listen to anything I say, like, you know, but you caught that jab, like. Mm -hmm. And then I wonder as a teacher, am I an asshole for making fun of you? Or is that what you need? Like, you need somebody to fucking. Yeah, maybe. Once in a while. And yo, some of these kids are a little dangerous. Like one girl was there. She was like, I was like, why'd you come here? She was like, fucking, I got into a fight. And I was like, all right. Like, what? why did you get into a fight? And she was like, this bitch said something to me. I was like, was it worth it? Like, you know, to be here? And she was like, oh, th- then my, they might jump me. And I was like, all right. Like, why? try to avoid some of They're like, no, I hope she jumps me. I want to catch a case. I want to catch a body. Like, these kids are talking oh, like yeah. out of the movies. And in my head, I'm like, just come to the fucking fight gym with me and then go home. And... <laughs> Smoke a joint, like whatever, like that's bad for your age, but it's not as bad as saying like you want to catch like a kill someone. Yeah, you know what mm-hmm. I mean. Like in my head, I'm like, kill the right person. Don't just kill some random girl because you know what I mean. You like the mm-hmm. same guy, and then I don't know. I'm just like, what's wrong with these kids? Or what? Like, is it? It's got to be the parents. It's got to be something, you know. And I'm at another school right now, and like. These kids are acting all trashy. And I, I was like, yeah, you guys are acting like trash. And I don't know if that's right or wrong to say, but like, yeah. I was like, look at this one table. You guys are trash. I was like, look at everybody else. And then this other girl walks in. I was like, get the fuck out of here. Like, I was like, get out of here. She's like, she's like, no, no, I'm here to see my brother. I was like, I don't give a shit. And they were like, you said shit like that. <laughs> I love that their behavior is like out of hand. But you said the you said a curse word and they're like, what? That's what I'm saying. And then her brother was like going to defend her honor, was like, no, you can't talk to her like that. And I was like, I was like, all right, here's some logic. I was like, what is more disrespectful, me saying shit or you coming in and just all acting like foolish? And then it's like, no, no, no. You yeah, can't so she's not in the class. She's just there to see her brother. Yeah, she's just there. During and class. Then, wow, that's crazy. Okay. And then she's like, I'm going to tell my dad on you. I was like, call your dad. I was like, text your dad right now and I'm going to tell him your kids are acting like trash. Like, make him fucking <laughs> focus a little bit. And she's like, my dad will fight you. I was like, then he's trash too, but by all means, like, let's do it. Like, you know, like, mm-hmm. I don't I don't know if I'm allowed to speak this way, but I'm just subbing. So, like, I don't really, I don't really give that much of a shit, mm-hmm. but I wonder, should more teachers be like me? You know what I mean? Or should it be like, Oh, we got to allow this to happen. Oh, gosh. Yeah, I, I would go with the former than, rather than the latter. Yeah, I don't know. I, I feel like teachers should be talking to their students in a little bit more. Of course, you have to be professional. But like you also, I don't know. Sometimes you should call spades spades. Like I think yeah. people do need some harsh truths every now and then. Maybe it's easier when you have a rapport with the student. So that truth like hits harder. But like. I don't know. It, it's, it's also like maybe it sometimes it does deliver best from like a stranger, you know? Yeah. And also, look, we're all old friends, so we bust each other's chops. Yeah. And way, like, I feel like when you make fun of somebody that kind of shows like, yo, I'm on your level a little bit. Yeah. And yeah, sometimes I want to act above you, but you're not going to listen to it. So I'll go on your level. Right, right, right. Yeah. I mean, I mean, I think you got to teach different people different ways, of course. But yeah, there are people that do need that. And so there's too many rules. So like I wanted to bring two questions to fighting. Okay. Right? That relate to this cuz there's two videos I saw. And you as the father, I want to know your reaction. Okay. So I saw one video. It was like somewhere trending and there was a kid with like down syndrome or some issue that he had. And like six, seven boys were picking on him 
And some people were kind of like even hitting him a little bit. Not like full, I'm going to punch you in the face and hurt you, but definitely bullying, like dominating the kid a little bit, you know? Like definitely not appropriate. And the kid who has some mental or birth defects, whatever the proper term is, you could tell was like sad and crying and like wanted to hide in the stall. And let's say there was 10 kids in the bathroom, maybe five, six of the kids are hitting him a little and a couple were making fun of him. And maybe there was a couple bystanders that were just there watching, laughing a little, not stopping it, but maybe not engaging. Okay. And then I saw like some teacher come in and like whatever, like it broke in my head, if I saw that happening and I was subbing, I think like I would mush one of the kids' faces into like the fucking wall. And mm. I think I think I would get rough. Like you're ninth graders. You're not like fucking toddlers. And mm. I don't think I would like beat the fuck out of somebody. And like, first of all, there's a lot of them. But I don't think I would be like, guys, break it up. I think I'd be like, how dare you? do that to somebody that's not capable of fighting back. Yeah, that that yeah, that is a definitely messed up scenario as a teacher how to respond to that. Yeah, I don't know. That that's a tough one, man. So say it was your I think the age is definitely a big factor. So say they're in ninth grade. Yeah, ninth grade is like that's a perfect question to ask because you definitely feel like it's on the line. It's on the line. They're still kind of like children. They're skinny. They're like going through puberty. They might not even be able to come yet. You know, like they're in they're in that range. But they're also like, you shouldn't be a fucking idiot. Yeah. Yeah. You know, if if I did that in ninth grade, I would regret that. And I have regrets in life where sometimes I wish somebody was like, yo, don't be a fucking idiot. Yeah. I I feel like as an adult, the way to respond to a child's violence is like one step below their level because that probably is enough. You know what I mean? So it's not like, yeah, I don't know. If I see a kid with a weapon trying to harm another person, I could use great force without a weapon, right? Like almost like a step down to like, you know, you know, I I could hit that kid potentially to save the other, you know, something along those lines. So I almost think of it as like, okay, you have adults. So you're like a step ahead of a, you know, child, adolescent, whatever you want to call this. So it's like almost like one step below that. It it definitely seems appropriate to me to to, to say that like, oh, you should only restrain someone when they could be acting in a very violent fashion and harming someone else. I don't know about that. I even feel that way about police, too. I think we're on the same page. That's why I said, like, I would mush their face or shove Mm. them. I wasn't like I want to ground and pound them you know of course maybe one of them i would punch in the fucking face and be like you fucking hit that kid like what the fuck's wrong with you but not like full force yeah so now the, the real determining question is this though but that's you as, th- okay go ahead you as the father mm-hmm. say you found out that your kid was bullying a kid with down syndrome and was a piece of shit and then a teacher like me didn't beat the fuck out of your kid but like got aggressive with your kid yeah, I mean, I, I think the laws are like this because lines can get really like subjective. So like it really depends on the scenario that transpired. If so, someone were if a teacher were to put my hand were to put their hands on my son because he was bullying a kid with Down syndrome, I would like a meeting with the teacher just to understand the scenario. Because, yeah, there, there is a chance that my son does deserve that. And, you know, like I get it. 
That's what I want more of. That's it. But, like, but there's also a scenario where maybe that didn't transpire or there's a he said, she said, or the amount of force that the teacher's saying isn't exactly what the student relays. And then you don't know who's lying too, because it could be your son that's lying about it too. So that's what makes it all like so tough. So assume everything I'm telling you is provable because this was oh, like, yeah. on TikTok. so this oh, was yeah. like a video that was done. Like, and there's like a difference too. like, I come from an Indian culture where the teacher is like respected, like the head of the family almost. And the teacher could do no wrong. Mm-hmm. You know, it's almost like you're a priest where you trust the teacher's word over your kid's word because mm-hmm. your kid is a fucking shitty kid. Like all kids are shitty and teachers are respected. Where I feel like in America, it's like kind of like reverse. Yeah, no, my kid is a saint and the teacher is that. And I feel like that contributes to your kid being stupid because a lot of teachers feel as though their hands are tied behind their backs. Yep. And I don't know, the fact that you would at least listen, I think is good. I feel like there's a lot of parents that are like, I'm going to sue the school. I'm going to sue the thing. But now your kid didn't learn shit. And that kid that has Down syndrome still feels like alone and you know what I mean? Like, yeah, well, I think the bigger issue is a parent should look at their child and be like, okay, where is there? There's a problem behavior that's identified for sure. This kid is bullying someone who's got a disability and it would be like, all right, how can my kid improve from this situation? That's how I think of this. I, I wouldn't think of this as like, oh, my kid got hurt. Yeah, but my kid was dealing hurt too. So it's like, is it where is the equality in terms of that? You know what I mean? That That's all I'm trying to exactly. learn from the scenario. Now, if, if my kid were to punch another kid and then a teacher came over and punched him, it wouldn't make sense. That's yes. crazy. That's stupid. Yeah. So of, of course there's lines, but I, I mean, I guess in a world that is heavily recorded and there's cameras in a lot of places, I think that's helpful. But to say like a teacher or anyone should never, oh man, it's tough though, because you have like an eight-year-old, it, it doesn't matter what level of harm they're trying to inflict, an adult can easily squash that. Yes. Right, when you have someone that's like 16, I mean, you're seeing like some of these like high school football players, that they're 14 years old and they weigh 265. Yo, what? That's an adult. Yeah, that's an adult. You could do whatever. You can't stop that kid, even with maybe potentially full force. Yeah. So that that's what makes this all really tough is I think all of those lines are very subjective. It's it's a very case by case scenario. So there was another video I saw. I, you know what? People will reflect when a student kills a teacher. And that's happened. Yeah. And that's really happened. I just hope whoever's listening, if you have a kid, please just don't always assume that your kid is perfect because they may be hanging around other kids and they may be one of the one or two people that was there that allowed it to happen. And I would take it upon myself if I was that one teacher. All right, I'll show these kids one person could make a difference. Mm -hmm. But if there's 10 people, that one person is going to need to fucking mush some people, you know? Mm -hmm. And fucking like eight 14-year-olds could fuck up a lot of people. You know what I mean? So it's like you have to intimidate them. And you got to be like a little bit like the honey badger or whatever and not give a fuck. Especially when there's a kid with Down syndrome. So there was another kid. I saw a video. This mm-hmm. guy was filming this other kid. So obviously, Wait, b- something- b- before you go into that, I think most yeah. parents, if you think your child's an angel, maybe you don't know your child. I, I yeah. think that's kind of <laughs> crazy. I've never understood that mentality. Like, do you, you 
in order to think your child's an angel, then you must think yourself as an angel. Like it's just, it's such a ignorance. I can't imagine. Exactly. If, 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 if my kid was hitting somebody with Down syndrome and a teacher slapped him across the face, I'd be like, thank you. Good. Yeah. I, I also think that like, even if your kid has displayed great behavior at home, it doesn't mean that's how he acts somewhere else. And also <laughs> there's a first for everything. I always find this really funny. Like I, I joked around with someone recently. They're like, oh, you're not a murderer. And I'm like, it's not too late. I could be. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, there's always a first. Like, you could always it. It's a weird thing to think about, but I I just think that's funny that like people are like no, never. My son could not. Of course they can. Yeah, it's like I could never. What do you mean you could never? Like, come on. Like, we're yeah. human. You know, like you think everybody that's just bad is a monster? No. Sometimes it's just regular people that have a bad day. Yes. And you have to learn that you can't give in to your bad days. You yeah. know. So. There's another video. And okay. by the way, if there's any young people listening, as soon as somebody pulls out a camera, prepare to get punched in the face because they're instigating shit by taking out cameras, you know, like it does hype people up. Yeah, it hypes people up. And sometimes yeah. the people that want to fight you tell the other person to film because they're about to hit you yes. and they want to yeah. get that on recording. So don't think don't assume that somebody's not going to hit you just because there's a crowd. As soon as somebody takes a camera out, you better protect yourself at that moment and put your guard up fully, especially with these kids. And it's like annoying. So this kid starts filming this other kid. So, you know, he's about to do something. He pulls a knife out and he starts trying to stab this kid. Now, this kid defends himself amazingly. Like he grabs the guy's hand, but like the other guy's still punching him with his other hand, but he's holding the knife hand and they're like nice. propped up against the wall. Oh, I think I and saw this kid, video. Okay, yeah. Mm -hmm. And the kid's screaming, like, help me, help me. And then, like, some teacher, some woman teacher comes in. It's like, oh, my God, like, get the, like, you know, and she's screaming. She does nothing. Then some gym teacher comes and kind of grabs the hand and is trying to get the knife out as well. Mm -hmm. And, like, another teacher's waiting. And then finally, like, another teacher comes, the knife comes out. But the other teacher trucks the good kid. Yeah. And in my head, I'm like, those teachers were playing it so safe. Somebody mm -hmm. has a knife. You try to fucking scratch his eye out. Like, you know what I mean? And fucking yeah, but you also, but like if a teacher's walking into that scenario, this is the only defense I can think of. If a teacher's walking into that scenario, you don't know who the assailant mm -hmm. could be. You know that one person had the knife though and you saw him trying to stab But maybe him. they got it away and it looks like they took it away and the other guy's trying to get it back. You know what I mean? Like there could be that scenario where you misidentify who's the assailant and you go to hit them and like they were the victim. You're like, oh shit. So that is ended. That did end up. That is what ended up happening. Mm -hmm. But but all the comments and all the people that were discussing it, they were like the teachers were afraid because they've given other examples where teachers have broken up fights and then they get in trouble and then they get called in by the union. And I'm thinking that's what you're thinking about when another kid might be getting stabbed to death. I know it's your job. You're thinking about your <laughs> you're thinking about the safety of your job as opposed to like the health of a student or some just a person. And like I said, I'm not a full-time teacher. I'm a sub. So for me like I care more about my pride, which is like I'm never going to allow that to happen. Like mm -hmm. I feel like by all means I'm going to fuck you up if you're doing that. And I'm going to come you and rip your shoulder out if you're not letting go of that knife. And please fire me because I think that would make this podcast famous. You know, and I, <laughs> well, I think I could start, I could start a GoFundMe and be like, 
oh, I beat the shit out of a kid because he was going to stab somebody. And yeah, I but lost it might, my job. It's, it's more than a job. You could have criminal charges. I Part of me was like, I want that to happen. I will sue the city back. How are you going to give me a criminal charge for rescuing some kid? Mm hmm. You know what I mean? Like, do yeah. we live in La La Land? Like, I think I just, it's all. Yeah. So like if you end up saving the kid, you're a hero. If you end up hurting the victim, you're probably getting a charge. Yeah, but in this one, you knew like if you're a teacher, you know, oftentimes. Who yes, the victim I, who I saw this video and the intent to stab was not only like deliberate, but it looked vicious enough to like try to kill this kid. Yes. And oh, by the way, there was, were other it kids was around. Vicious. Yep. Other people just watching. And none of the other kids did shit, which would also piss me the fuck off. Yeah, but and I could also understand I that from a fear perspective, too. Yeah, this guy's I got a it. knife. That's not an easy thing to do. Not everyone has courage. Like there is a I know it's tough, but like these are kids. They're scared, too. If you have a group of friends, though, you're in high. OK, fine. But still, you're the teacher. The other students are telling you what happened while it's going on. They're like, let's get doing this. Hundred percent. You kind of know what's happening. It's like I, enough. I did. I when I watched the video, my initial thought was, "Dang, that teacher is a pussy." Exactly. The teacher was a pussy. The students were kind of pussy. And then the kid filming it, he should have got fucking rocked too, because you know your friend is gonna fucking stab somebody, and you're filming it for yeah. clout. Beat the fuck out of that kid too. And punish them, like do whatever. Like, I don't know, but yeah, I don't know. I think like we shouldn't bring back corporal punishment, but I'm not one of these people that's like, I would never hit a kid. I would never hit my kid. I would never. No, I think there's an appropriate time once in a while where you got to leave that threat open. If the threat is, look, I'm against police brutality, mm -hmm. but I would never say, oh, cops can't use deadly violence. They should have the opportunity to use deadly violence. Yes, Otherwise, everybody yeah. would take advantage of the cop. Like, you know, right. it's use it the right way. And if you use it the wrong way, you get in trouble. Same thing with teachers. Like, I think we should have the opportunity to use violence the right way. Yeah, I think that's that's the slippery slope that people are afraid of, though. I mean, you see a lot of people that are all for having teachers be armed in their classrooms, which I find funny because a lot of those same people are like, you should never put my hands on your on my kid. <laughs> yeah. And it's like, what do you mean? You want a gun in their hands, but you don't want their hands. Like, I, I just, it's a funny scenario to me, hypocritical. But, now, if you are one of those people that do believe in arming the teachers and you do trust your teacher to have some type of disciplinary actions on your kids, okay, then you're usually consistent. Yes, exactly. Be consistent. Please mm -hmm. let's be consistent. Because I think it also ruins the education for everybody. Because, like, at the alternative learning center, like some of these kids, like I know that they could find their way somewhere, you know, mm -hmm. not all school is for everybody. Mm -hmm. When you ruin something for 30 other kids, because like the, some of the teachers are like, I'm glad this kid's not in my class for this week. Like we're going to learn better, you know, like that's up to the parents and that's up to the like you got to There's like that idea of no child left behind where I'm like, no, leave some fucking people behind if they're choosing to stay behind, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Agreed. It's a little fucked up, but a lot like the kids at the alternative learning center, I was like, come to jujitsu with me. Like you guys like fighting. Here's the like, other thing too, is a lot of people, they kind of know this. They're like, you should be kind to people in the service industry because they do take a lot of shit. Right. And this is a well-known fact. People will tip well. Most people have worked in the service industry, but even if they haven't, typically they still think along those lines. 
people don't reflect the same way on those type of jobs like teachers though they've never taught so they don't understand the idea of working with a group that is unruly especially yep. in some of these schools or now they're called alternate schools <laughs> alternative schools yeah i mean i i've worked with you in some of these schools where it's like you don't understand what's happening at these schools and appropriate responses can be very hard to think about it, it it's yeah. a tough tough job and so people will criticize teachers in any type of disciplinary response even if you're like you gave my kid detention right parents are already like why what that that's crazy like what he didn't even do anything <laughs> you know and it's one of those things where it's like it's interesting to see how people have that response with that type of job but for the service industry who's just serving you your food they're like almost untouched it's, it's a weird thing that people just can't be empathetic with that maybe because they haven't done it maybe if they did it they would see it more yeah maybe it's also just like this fear of like pain or violence or like it's like well people haven't been around this either like they don't understand what it's like to work at a middle school where a dozen girls have gotten pregnant before 8th grade that's what i'm saying that too you know I'm like, i mean like if you've never pregnant. been around that if you haven't been around elementary school kids that are bringing weapons to school and like telling each other they're going to rape each other hearing that out of an 8 year old you'd be like oh my god but this stuff does happen and how the teachers in these schools react to those kids is a lot different than what matches their own experiences. Yeah, yeah. it's it's a wild yeah, people and, are definitely on their high horse with these scenarios. Exactly. And and so far in this podcast I'm talking about the angry stuff. 90% of the time I'm fucking lovely. Like you know, sure. like I'm sweet and kind and most of my students love me. But yeah, 10% of the time I should be able to like call your kid a fucking piece of shit and tell them to fucking <laughs> act right. Like, you know, well, and if it doesn't act right, like, yeah, call your parents and tell them I said that. I don't care. You know, like your parents should hear it too for me. Like, whatever. You're going to have to justify course. calling them that though, for sure. <laughs> what happened? You're going to have to definitely have a good justification for saying it. But yeah. I'm going to be like, yo, he's fucking pulling that other girl's hair. Or she's running in and out of class. Whatever. What do you want me to say? Like, it's trashy. Like, fix mm -hmm. yourself. Like, you know, mm -hmm. like. If that was my kid, I'd be like, don't fucking do that. Like at all. Like just fucking grow up. And eventually you'll be old enough where you don't have to go to school. You know, <laughs> now you have to do it. Like, yep. I, I don't know. But the the thing is, too, they're all talking about fighting. Like this other kid was like, I'm going to fight you. And I was like, OK, like, you know, like, what are yeah, you yeah, yeah. if only they knew like, what are you trying to like? What are you going to accomplish fighting a, a grown adult who actually does know how to fight? That's funny. And it's silly. And I admired a little bit. I'm like, good, you're a tough kid. Channel that toughness into like anything be, else. Be decently smart and tough. That's my whole thing. Like, I don't want to like sterilize you and neuter you where like you don't have some attitude, like mm. not at all. But if I ask you, like, what's four times four and you don't know that or like, hey, like, what's the capital of it? Like, you should know certain things and you should take pride in your education and you should be smart. Yeah. Right. And if you don't have that and you're just an idiot with an attitude, then all right, then fuck off. You know, mm -hmm. like, but if you're smart and you have an attitude, I like you. Like, good. I respect it. Like, take it like further, yeah. but channel it in the right way. Otherwise, it's going to end up like the wire, like that whole season with like all those young kids. Like, fuck, I feel so bad for them. They didn't have a good upbringing. And I know a lot of these kids didn't have a good upbringing. So yeah. part of it feels guilty where I'm like, oh, man, like, am I just being a total ass? But I know I'm giving them 80% kindness. It's just that 20% eventually comes out where it's like, what well, are you that's doing? the thing is like how 
their ship has been wronged. What can I do to help make it right? And it can't just be to just be passive about everything. It That's just not the answer to anything. Yeah. They'll think they'll walk all over you. Yeah. That's where I think like the gym would be good. Like I would love to have like a kid's jujitsu class. Like make all these kids like get a little beat up once in a while and channel it like, you know, and get that anxiety. Yeah, if they, out. If they're craving that high intensity in their life and they're acting out in all these different ways, then maybe it should be delivered to them every now and again. Yeah. Maybe, I, I maybe thought... that's what their like biological desire is. I, I, I'm in full belief that most males have this biological urge to act out with intensity. Sometimes that intensity is done like online with like hate or sometimes it's just physical, or sometimes it's through a sport, but you have to have some type of like intense manifestation physically, routinely. Yeah. And sometimes it's girls. It's a lot of times it's girls. Sure. Too. It can you be know? girls. It, it, I'm just speaking it, from a male perspective. I think it's like also just hormones. They're just going through that age of just hormones where sure. it's like, yeah, maybe you need to just run fucking four miles and do three rounds of sparring, you know, and then like yeah. you'll be chill. And you'll get it out and you'll realize like, oh, it's not worth fighting some of these people because you know you'd win anyway, you know, and you just kind yeah. of do and you have good friends, you make new friends, you have a better community. Yep. But I feel like these communities just feed on top of each other, like, oh, we're gonna fight together and we'll jump this kid. And it's like, what are you doing? Like none of these things matter. Yeah. They're playing the wrong team sport. Yeah, exactly. Right. Like join football or something. Yeah. Also just get tight because it's like all these kids are like fucking trying to fuck with me, you know? And it's like, yeah. I'm like, yo, I'm not going to let you fuck with me. Like, I don't give a fuck. Yeah, maybe I should be a little, I don't know. I don't know what works and what doesn't work. I'll tell you the truth. No one does. It, it's tough. That That's what's the toughest scenario for teaching. But I do want to put that poll out there on the Instagram and be like, all right, you find out you, you're, you find out your kid and a few other kids were hitting and bullying a kid with Down syndrome. Teacher comes in to stop it and your kid gets hit. Are yeah. you upset with the teacher? Like, you know, like, where where do you go? And this is all on tape and this is all... I'm curious how many parents will be like, no, I'm still going to be upset. Yeah, I think you have to make the disclaimer, like, there's no nuance to this. This happened. This happened 100%. Yeah, but I'm saying like, you know, like, oh, well, how much force did he respond with or this or that? Like, oh, okay. you know, all those lines, you're like, you know, I think you have to like frame it so that there's no question. Like, oh, yeah. okay. And make it right on the line. You know, you could even say like, okay, you know, the kid hit the kid with Down syndrome and let's just say whatever force that was, whatever measurable force that was, the same force was used from the adult on the assailant. Okay. It should be the same force. Yeah. Let's just, I'd say start there. Like, yeah, you and I agree. It should be a little less than that. A How do you less. think? But I'd be interested to see if it was the same force. And of course you should also draw the lines of like, both students were 14 years old. The teacher was 30, whatever it is, like draw all those lines. So it's very clear. And then you can like, all right, now, now people have informed answers. Okay. How, how do you think it's going to play out amongst our Instagram followers who are majority fighters and have trained? Like, how do you think it's right. going to play out? So I think the scenario will probably be a little bit more towards our side. You think so? I think so. I hope so. I hope so too. Yeah. I do. Yeah. I do always, I tell my students all the time when I was a kid, my parents would go to like my parent teacher conference in elementary school. And this is like 1995. Mm -hmm. 
And my parents would tell my teachers, they're like, you know, if Anoop is not good, you could hit him. And they would, all, <laughs> they would all laugh. And they'd be like, and then my dad was like kind of serious. And they're like, no, we're not allowed to hit. And he's like, oh, well, in India, we, we hit the kids if they're bad, but you could hit him. Like, he was like, yeah. <laughs> and it was like to my parents, I was always the wrong one. And my parents and my teachers were right. Mm -hmm. They couldn't comprehend like, and it's a little bit like military school, you know, like your kids in military school, you're not going to be like, oh, no, the general was wrong. Like, no, you sent your kid to military school for a reason. Like, you know, yeah. like there's like, discipline. So it's like about that. And yeah, I'm kind of tired of like people being, oh, the teachers suck. When really, like, I feel like, all right, teach a class, you know, like go try to teach these yeah. kids some, anything and you'll, you'll see what it's like. Sometimes you got to use a little bit of like verbal force. And then I think in these dangerous situations, because I think a lot of the same architecture that goes into building prisons goes into building schools and some Oof. of the, and yeah the especially meals, in new york man yeah the meals that they feed the kids come from the same companies that they use to feed prisoners so it's just these big concrete dark buildings i tell people here all the time i'm like you don't understand your schools are alarmingly different than new york schools new york schools are built like prisons there are cages on every window you can't get out. There's security guards every corner. There's metal detectors everywhere. In California, man, you leave your classroom for bio. You walk outside. You meet your friends. You go to the next class, which is like another house away. It's weird. Like in New York, imagine leaving a classroom, going outside, just in the free. You're not like in a gated outside. You're just outside like you're going next door to the next house. You could just go and leave in California. I mean, I think there's like some type of truancy or something like that out here too. But like, we don't even have that capacity. Like once you are through that gate, you cannot get out until it's yeah. over. You got to like find your way out like it's a prison break. <laughs> we got arrested or for truancy in high school because we left high school to get food and then we were coming back into the high school. Yeah. And we're like, where the fuck were you guys in there? <laughs> yep. So stupid. All right, I think that's pretty good, though, man. All right. This was great. We'll talk later, man. All right. Have a good one, brother. Peace. Thanks for listening, guys. We would like to thank one of our sponsors, Protect Your Neck MMA. It's like the Wu-Tang song. They have a lot of great rash guards and shorts, make great gifts. If you go to our Instagram page, philosophy underscore fighting, you'll find the link to Protect Your Neck. MMA, and you'll get a 15% discount on any of the goods that they sell. Tell Michael Shear, the owner, that you know us. Great people. These are created by jujitsu guys for jujitsu guys or any combat sport and fans of 90s hip hop. All right. Cheers. Thanks for listening to the Philosophy of Fighting podcast. If you have any questions, suggestions, or if you would like to fight us, send us a DM on Instagram at philosophy underscore fighting. Hey guys, this is Anoop. I'm sure you've heard. I have a startup called Renta. You can visit me at renta.com, R-E-N-T-A-H.com. The idea is you could rent any type of good service or space. So you could rent a... Arturo to teach you Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu, or you could rent uh, my friend Andy to uh, set up your podcasting equipment for your next gig, or you could rent uh, the Philosophy of Fighting podcast 
to uh, promote a commercial on our podcast or some gear, right? Like our friend Michael Shear did, if you want some Wu-Tang apparel. So uh, check out Renta. It would mean a lot to me. Cheers.